Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, welcome to the STS program. Uh, Michael Clark is unavailable. Uh, he's still on underneath the weather. There's uh, re- reports again that he has his good days and he has his bad days. And so we want to give him all the rest and show the support that we got his back. And tonight we're going to have uh, Bill Sparksman. He's, uh, he has a lot of knowledge on how the program works. He does a great presentation, and he uh, we're what we're going to do tonight. We're going to he's going to give an overview on you know for any of the new people on the call, and then we're going to have a Q and A. And I would ask that you refrain from asking any questions in the chat until it's time, and then go ahead and write any questions you have in the chat because it makes it easier for me to track and not to have go back and look at comments versus questions. So if you would, keep the comments down, but you know when it's time, give the questions. And if you're on the phone and on the phone only, hit star eight to raise your hand. I will see it, and I will uh, unmute you in in order, and we'll, and that way we can get through the Q and A relatively quick. So I'd like to introduce Bill Sparkman from Southeast Texas. Bill, take it away, please. Thanks, Chappie. I appreciate that, and um, uh, good evening, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm setting in for Mike uh, this evening. Uh, Mike uh, has been under the weather, and uh, I guess until he's able to get back back here under the, we would call it the golden uh, Mike, uh, Mike as uh, Rush Limbaugh might. Not quite that gold, though, but uh, getting getting there one of these days. Um, anyway, uh, Mike, uh, when we get him back, but until then, uh, myself and uh, I think Mr. Bill Tully, uh, we're going to try to get these um, uh, programs every Monday night, as Mike uh, as Mike was very. Uh, faithful in doing, uh, and see if we can't bring some information that's helpful out there. And for those that have the program and, and those that uh, for, uh, are listening in, maybe for the first time, we can give you some information why uh, the STS program is very, very important to everyone in today's world out here uh, because we have very little uh, protection against uh, uh, trial lawyers and lawsuits. They come from uh, anywhere and everywhere. Uh, and so it's a situation where we find ourselves in a ball game that we don't know how to play. We don't have any defense. So uh, unless you have something like the STS program, so I wanted to talk a little bit about some things uh, this past week that I was thinking about and, and when, when talking with clients. I am, uh, I guess, a, a national consultant for the STS program for Mike. Uh, 
I try to help uh, our clients out there that have the program, that have uh, issues with, uh, you know, getting it to operate properly. Maybe it's been a while since since you got involved and uh, some of that knowledge has kind of faded away and some of the uh, the structures and the procedures that are used to make it really function properly are things that people, uh, they don't know how to do it or they just don't remember. And so I'm out trying to help anyone that wants me to. I will be glad to spend some time with you on the phone. Uh, I do it every day all over the, all over the nation. And uh, I can help you from uh, to fully understand the program. What you have is a very powerful program. Make sure that it's all set up properly. Uh, the liens are filed properly. The schedules are filled out properly so that you will have a truly asset protection program. Because without all these little parts uh, to it, to the program, uh, there can be a hole in the fence of your fort. If you're a Fort Apache and the Indians are attacking, you want to make sure that you don't have a hole in it somewhere. So I'm, I'm available to help you uh, at any time. And at the end of the program here, I'll give you my phone number and you can give me a call. Before a few minutes, I'd like to talk about, uh, last time I spoke, I started out talking why everybody needs the STS program, and I want to hit a couple of points that are very, very relative to that and important, why we need the STS program. First of all, if you remember, STS, uh, that term, that acronym means Specialized Trust Strategy. It's a combination of two trust and a business structure called an LLC, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But specialized trust strategy based off of the Constitution of the United States uh, has made it, I think we have never found another program that uh, is like STS because if you own anything, it can be taken away from you by a lawyer. Remember that. Whatever you own that's in your name can be taken away from you by a lawyer. So, uh, regards to that, the Constitution, Article 1, Section 10, uh, among other things, says that the obligation of contract shall not be infringed. And that's where Michael Clark first uh, got the idea of what the super wealthy were doing and had done. People back in the days of John D. Rockefeller and Carnegie, DuPonts, Kennedys, uh, all of those uh, those very wealthy people back in those early 30s and such, and uh, came up with a program uh, similar to this, but they don't tell you how they did it. So it took Mike years and years and years to figure out how these super wealthy rich were able to protect everything that they had, uh, and that began with a man, uh, Mr. John D. Rockefeller. Uh, and so those are things that uh, that this has evolved from. Mike had figured it out finally, and so we're now able to offer this kind of a program to everyday folks like you and me out here to protect ourselves, you know, the super rich aren't the only ones that can do that. We can do that also with a little knowledge, and uh, Mike has been able to do that by offering the uh, STS program. Uh, one thing I'd like to talk about today on why we need it is bankruptcies. I was thinking about that the other day because uh, in 2015, U.S. Bankruptcy Court records, this is from their records, 1.5 million people filed bankruptcy on an average every year in recent years. A million and a half, that's a lot of people. 97% of those bankruptcies were filed by individuals and not companies. So most of the bankruptcies out here, something happens to us that forces us into a federal bankruptcy. 
to protect ourselves uh, at the expense of all of our assets, usually. But the number one reason that was really stuck out to me, can you guess the number one reason for bankruptcies of individuals in the United States is medical expenses. Yes, medical expenses. 62% of all bankruptcies in recent years have been due to bank uh, to medical expenses. Those those expenses, when something bad happens, you get a bad disease, we can do a lot of things in the medical profession and take care of folks, but, man, the cost, as you know, is astronomical. I mean, you can spend a million dollars and not, you know, it doesn't take long to do that, and it goes up from there. Uh, and the hospitals and everybody are concerned about us, but, you know, They've got to pay their bills, and they got lawyers, and uh, they won't hesitate at all to file lawsuits against us to try to recover the cost of those medical expenses and driving us into bankruptcy. But 72% of the people that had to file bankruptcy, this is very interesting, 72% of the folks filing bankruptcy because of medical expenses was due, and they all had medical insurance. And that's one of those misnomers that people rely on. They think uh, there's a comfort zone here. I've got medical insurance. I don't have to worry about that. No, not even not today, not the way things are going today. Uh, medical expenses can far exceed uh, what our insurance can pay. Uh, that 20% of Medicare uh, can get to be a very huge number uh, with a you know, certain situation. It's unfortunate, but these things do happen. So those are things. That's why we need STS so that your assets are protected from such a catastrophic thing that might happen uh, in your family. You don't know when these things happen. They just kind of come out of nowhere, and it, and it gets worse and worse and worse. Anyway, the next idea, the next thing I was thinking were lawsuits. Lawsuits that come out of nowhere, and I talked about those when I was uh, on, the set, on the call before, but there's 15 million civil lawsuits per year filed in the USA, 15 million per year. And uh, a lot of those are folks like you and me for all kinds of reasons. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't even have to have a reason. It can be a frivolous lawsuit. They may or may not win. They may negotiate. Uh, they're in there to try to make some money. So if you have assets, there's a good chance somebody will try to take them away from you. So um, that's an important thing to consider. And 80% of the world's lawyers live in the United States, 80%. And they got to put food on the table, and they're hungry and they're smart. Uh, so you've got to protect yourself. And outside of STS, I don't know how you protect yourself. I don't think there's really a way. Get another lawyer. We're going to pay another lawyer's way the game's played. Uh, there, he's going to talk to the other lawyer and a judge, maybe, and they're going to come to what they call litigate litigation. They're going to make a deal, and so um, you're going to wind up maybe paying a lesser amount than you were sued for, but. Now, when it's all said and done and the dust settles, you have paid the lawyer a lot of money. You have paid a negotiated, you will have to pay a negotiated settlement. So you're in the middle and get squeezed, and both lawyers made a real good uh, pay, pay that day and move on down to the next deal. And you're sitting in the middle uh, and got hammered. And that's the way the game's played. So STS is such a, uh, a great I guess, protection measure that you can take at a very inexpensive cost versus what else is, what the uh, uh, the alternative is uh, that can really help you. So, uh, you know, some people say, I've got an umbrella policy. I've heard that a million times. i got a million-dollar umbrella policy for things like that. 
Well, guess what? There's a dog bite in Maryland that uh, the lawsuit was settled at 5.9 million. 5.9 million. Uh, there's a couple of serious accidents. I want to. I don't want to uh, downplay those. These are serious accidents. One was in Texas, but it was settled for 21 million dollars. There's another accident in California settled for 49 million dollars. Uh, we're going to have to go back to our insurance agent and say, "Hey, uh, my umbrella policy isn't quite big enough today," and they're not. So you need other measures, uh, you know, on top of that, and that's the STS program. Medicaid spend down. Maybe I uh, haven't heard of it. Maybe you have. Um, if things go and uh, you know you're you're unable to take care of yourself medically, that lawsuit comes up, uh, then Medicaid Medicaid's got to take over taking care of someone who is ill and just flat has run out of money. Uh, however, they do have assets. They live in their home. It was like uh, oh, it's not been several years ago now. In Texas, the law was passed where it looks like you're going, you're the only one uh, living in your home, and you have to leave your home for medical reasons and probably won't return. They can take your home away. They can take everything, leaving your family with uh, basically with nothing. So Medicaid spend down is a very, very serious situation to get into. If you had the STS program, that would not be uh, that kind of an issue because your assets would have been protected. Those are some things I just want to throw out there uh, this evening to think about uh, why STS is here, why it's important, why you and your neighbors and your family, your friends, need, your business associates need this to protect their businesses. It's also the best estate plan that I've ever seen. I mean, it's an estate plan on steroids. It does everything for you for an estate plan. It's complete. Uh, it's a trust, avoids probate. Uh, easy for your heirs to assume and to settle the estate, pay the creditors, change titled assets, uh, and and so it's a, a very appropriate. It does a number of different things, and the estate planning aspect is one very important one. So between that and and an estate plan that has asset protection, I don't know of another estate plan that has asset protection. I've never seen one. So anyway, those are some really good points about STS and why. We should. We do have it. We should really learn it. Uh, let me help you if you want me to. But everybody should really learn this pro this program because it can protect you. Um, I tell you, with that now, what I'd like to do is maybe uh, with Chappie uh, involved here, open this up for uh, questions and answers. Don't know if I have all the answers, but if not, uh, I can write them down and get you an answer. But uh, if we have some questions out there tonight. I know Mike used to like to do that like once a month because there are people that have uh, some questions out there and I'll do my best to try to help you. So uh, uh, Chappie, if you've got somebody out there with their hand up or something, I'm ready to go. Okay. Um, if, if you're on the phone, hit star eight to raise a question. Okay. We got Northwest Illinois. Go ahead. Yes, I'm sorry. I've been trying to take my notes, but I missed your name, sir. Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, it's Bill Sparkman, mm -hmm. Sparkman, S-P-A-R-K-M-A-N. Okay. And I'll give you my, I'll be glad right now is a good time to give you my office number. Wonderful. It's 979-479. Uh, yes, 979-450-7334. Three, three, four. Uh, okay. Yes, 
Okay. And there was one more. Oh, STS. And I got specialized trust. Strategy. Strategy. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's that. That name can be a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit. It is specialized. <laughs> the name. Yes. Uh, it but it, is. yes, uh, that that's specialized trust strategy because it involves two trusts, an LLC, and all of those work in concert to create an in in uh, impenetrable wall around your assets. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Okay, um, anybody else has star eight on the telephone or type it into the chat? Okay, we got Ohio. Go ahead, Ohio. Hello, this is Bill. Ohio. Come on down. You there? Okay, how, how about now? How about now? Can you hear me now? I can uh, hear you now. Okay. How are you guys doing? It's Nate Boyd, and uh kind of missed the beginning of the call, but uh, moving forward, could you give that number one more time, your phone number, please? Yes, sir. It's 979-457-5500. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Got it. Okay. And your name but, again, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Bill Sparkman, S P A R K M A N. Ah, Mike has spoken highly of you. All oh no, time, it's so. usually <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's a great guy, but uh you know, he gives me a hard time sometimes. Oh, sometimes, I understand. And <laughs> in, in a jesting manner. And I have uh been with the program for a number of years. Everything you said is so on time and I see it more and more every day. Oh yeah. Um it's so so sad when people don't realize. But oh it's a- the reality. that's exactly right. You know, Texas we have a term you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink. And uh gotcha. you know you can you, until something bad happens, some people don't they don't ever get it and it's too bad because it's it's too late. If the judgment's ever filed, that's too late. Fraudulent conveyance. Yes, sir. And it's easily protected with this program. It is dynamite. It is the fuel. It's something that everyone needs to have, period. I just don't know what it would take for people to understand that, except the experience, and I hope they don't get there. You never want to have the experience. So anyway... Really, really, really appreciate your uh, being uh, uh, on the call and uh, moving forward. Now, I'll listen to the beginning of the call. I missed the beginning, so. Okay, Bill? Yes, sir. Okay, thank All you, right, Nate. Toby, thank you, too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, now we got Central Minnesota. Go ahead, Central Minnesota. <laughs> yes, hello, that's me. Um, I have a question, and I, I did uh, – set up my STS program, oh my goodness, five, six years ago. However, when I was working with an attorney a couple years ago and setting up my estate, he, you know, kind of frowned on this. He didn't really understand it. And of course, I couldn't really explain it to him as well as I would have liked to. So because of that, I um, haven't 
been current. I'm sh- I know with it's probably been a couple years since I made my last payment. So I don't know if I'm still on board. I mean, I have all the I have everything set up. I've got my LLC. I have all that set up. But again, okay. with that with that being said, don't you have to stay on top of through is it through the Delaware state of Delaware with your um Well, yeah, I kind of think I know where you're going with that. Uh, Number one is I think if you would give our administrator up in uh, Crown Point, Indiana, a call, uh, Patty, uh, we can get you her number. Uh, She will work with you. Uh, There there are some folks out there that had forgotten or for whatever reason were behind in their, their, uh, we call them annual maintenance fees. Yeah. Uh, You know, we we have to, uh, not we, but the company has to pay, the filing fees every year to maintain. There's various things and reports that they have to do to maintain uh, the uh, LLC because that's an Indiana LLC, and so there's reporting requirements every year and fees to be paid, and that's what that part of what that maintenance fee goes for every year. And uh, actually, the company's in the hole with with uh, you know uh, several uh, people that haven't paid, but we've been trying to keep them. We didn't want them to lose their program, so they, they the company's basically been paying it for them. So that would be a good thing if you know they give Patty a call and kind of get up to uh, get up uh, even with that and get caught up because she'll allow payment programs or whatever. You know, to, we don't want folks to lose their program just because of maintenance fees. But there comes a point where the company can't; they just can't afford it anymore. So I think you'd be okay if you'll give her a call. Okay, uh, I can give you her number. If this is a good time, maybe. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, her her number is two one nine. Okay. Seven seven six. Six eight one one. Okay. Two one nine seven seven six six eight one one. And Patty will certainly work with you because, like I say, we don't want anybody to lose her program. But uh, you know, we're, we're these are, it's getting fairly expensive in, with some folks. So. Yeah, it was starting to get that way for me as well. And I wanted to address another issue there. Um, you know, I'm not a lawyer, don't plan to be, I never have been, I don't want to be. Um, I hire them when I need them but, uh, for various things, but uh, uh, I let them do what they do and I do what I do. But uh, as far as the STS program and what I've seen in most estate plans, um, a, lot of, a lot of attorneys, they like to, they like to still use wills. Uh, yeah. And wills get uh, because the reason the the reason is wills get probated, and a lot of states like Texas, you have to have an attorney to take you through probate. So um, that's uh, they know there's uh, there's some future fees with wills because wills have to be probated. Trust are not; they avoid probate. So uh, a lot of times you'll see you'll see that, and that's not always the reason. Sometimes there's are quite legitimate reasons to maybe uh, to have a will if one has very few assets or the things like that. But with assets and trust, or you have real estate and various things, a trust is so much better for your family to try to to settle an estate uh, with a trust because you don't have to involve the courts and the lawyers. Okay. Okay. And, and, then, and so I'm glad to hear you maybe get back on board with that. Well, I'll be, you know, give me a call. I'll be glad to help you with it. Oh, yes, I really appreciate that. And then I hear you talk about, maybe I'm not saying this right, you said it has SF protection. Is that SF as in Frank or what? Asset. A-S-S-E-T-P. Oh, asset. I apologize. Well, you, 
you Southerners, you talk funny down there. <laughs> hey, hey, what do you mean? What do you mean Texans don't talk funny? What are you talking no, about? No, my my whole dog. No, it's asset. Yeah, talking. asset uh, okay. protection. I I could listen to you talk all day. So no, I'm I'm kidding. But <laughs> asset. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Any other questions regarding uh, the the program? Um. No, you don't have to go into too much. I mean. A lot of it still is a little bit over my head, but like I said, I do have my LLC. I have my trust. Um, it's all set up, and I have all the documents. So, Have you filed um, your liens? Pardon? Have you filed your liens? No. It's not set up. Um, no. One of the most important aspects of the program is, are the UCC liens, that must be filed. It must be filled out and filed properly. If not, uh, there's a hole in the fence in your fort, big one. Oh. So you need to give me a call on that because liens have got to be done properly. Uh, anybody out there listening that's still on, maybe be sure. Uh, those liens are very, very important part of this program. Uh, they're not something to put off. They've got to be done right, and they've got to be on file because that, that's part of a major protection of your assets. Okay. Okay, uh, we got another call. Oh, go you. ahead. Do you have another question? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, now we have, um, let's see, we got uh, next is South Car- uh, California. Go ahead, California. Hello. Hi. Uh, Mr. Sparkman? Yes, ma'am. How are you tonight? Hi. Hi. Well, I'm fairly new to the program, and I was just wondering, is there a fee for you? Are there a fee that you charge, or would you just kind of walk me through it? Yes, I am a consultant, uh, you know, and I spend usually, man, uh, sometimes three, four hours on the phone. I don't do it all at once, but we'll spend three, four, five hours, you know, when I work with a client, because I start from the beginning and make sure that Everything has been uh, properly notarized, signed, and sealed, and the, the schedules are filled out properly. The liens are prepared. They're filed properly. So there's a lot of work that I do. So, yes, I do a charge a consulting fee. Uh, and for the basic fee, I charge $500. Uh, I'll tell you that because that that's uh, I find that that's fair. If not, sometimes, uh, you know, I could think I could go up. But, no, I haven't done that. I don't charge any more beyond that. I, I don't uh, – every time you call me, um, I don't charge a fee, and because once you're a client of mine, I will help you from now on. Okay, because I have the program, but I haven't did my UCC liens. Right, and that's right, so uh, that's something I need to get going. Okay. Well, give I me a call. Did you write down my number? Yes, I wrote down your number. Yeah, well, give me a call, and we'll talk more about that. But I, I'll I'll be glad to help you, and, and if I can, and uh, uh, I do that all over the country. So. Okay, I do appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Okay, now we got uh next one is Central Arkansas. Go ahead, Central Arkansas. Hi, this is Jerry Shaw. I think I have my question answered. I will call you when I need to, but I, I'm in the same uh situation. I have not done anything, haven't filed my liens and uh, I did it one time but um or my I had my L L C but as far as the uh, the RV concerned, are we dealing with that at all tonight? 
Uh, what, what was that right at the end? What about the RV? As far as the RV is concerned, I'm, I'm just asking to take us through the steps of what we need to take. I, I believe I know, but oh. I just wanted to refresh my if mind. If you're going... Yeah, if you're going to the bank, you want to have your – first of all, you want to make sure that program's set up properly. So the lien uh, – filing the liens is really a critical thing to get done. And then what you'll want to do is there's some documents uh, for the trust that uh, were prepared by uh, uh, by uh, our, by the company, documents that you need to give because you need to go to a bank. The way I assume it's going to happen, I just hear that. I'm not sure. I don't know when. Uh, but if it's the way I hear it and you're called, uh, you answer an 800 number and you call and they direct you to a bank, then you would go to the bank representing your the trust, your trust. You're, you're a trustee. Uh, yeah. you're, you're not an owner, you're, and you represent the trust, and you would take the, doc, the bank documents to open up uh, that they need to open up a bank trust account. Um, and if you, you know, give me a call and I'll, tell you, I'll explain kind of what those documents are. But uh, you'll need to take those uh, with you, you know, along with the currency and all oh, a lot of other things that people have recommended. Whatever you think you need, uh, to, uh, identification, uh, two or three different kinds of identification. Yeah, I, uh, think I know that. You know, all that kind of stuff. Main thing are, is, do you want to go in there representing the trust and uh, do the exchange in the name of the trust and not yourself personally? Okay. Very, very important. That's why people. Yeah, you've got to you've got to go in there and and have that exchange done in the name of the trust and not you. Okay, that helps. Yeah, it's critical to do it that way. Uh, there's no reason for everybody in the world to know you and that you got a whole lot of money. If it's in a trust, nobody knows who that is. All right, and and then you take your uh, document that you need to open. No. Yes. Well, you're open up. Yeah. Yeah. They're in. They're in the binder. The no, first binder yeah. uh, where all the legal documents for trust number one, and those those documents should be in there or they're around somewhere, and those are the ones that you need to take with you to open up the uh, trust account. I have that ready. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay. Very good. All right. Let me see. Central Arkansas. Next one is. We have Ohio again. All right. Another Ohio, though. Okay. Come on in, Ohio. Ohio? Hello? Maybe they're muted. Yeah. Okay. I I will come back. uh, Oh, they... uh, Ohio is hung up. They were bashful. Okay, South, uh, whoops, uh, Southeast, I mean, excuse me, South Kansas. Go ahead, Kansas. Um, yes, we have had the trust for several years, and unfortunately, we didn't get the lien put on it. We now have a judgment against us, and um, we were advised that not to put the lien on it now because we could probably be prosecuted for trying to get out of paying this judgment, which we're not trying to do, but we just want to know if if I could still put the lien on it now, even though it won't have anything to do with our judgment. 
Yeah, I hate to hear that. I really do. I wish uh, that you know we'd been able to talk before that judgment. Once once the judgment uh, has been declared, uh, there's nothing we can do about that because it's it's a judgment's final. So you have to adhere what the court, you know, has uh, has ruled. Uh, Any time before that, you know, we could. Now, what you can do, I don't see any. Yeah, I'm not a lawyer again, but I don't see any reason why you can't protect yourself from any future events by uh, by having the liens filed that if if you're not uh, trying to avoid the judgment then i don't see any reason why you can't file the lien uh that no, trust number two it, you know you have to again these liens are got to be done properly but i don't see any reason why you can't do that uh that's not uh fraudulent conveyance because you're not trying to get out of that uh, i mean that's that's just you know my observation uh you know if i'm like you that's probably what i would do but i don't I don't see any reason why that'd be a problem. Well, I didn't know if we needed to ask a, a lawyer or not. We, you know, that takes money to ask a lawyer questions. Well, they and they don't understand this program, and they're not going to answer. It. They're not going to answer the question uh, yeah. because they don't understand it. Uh, and well, so, I like, to, I like to say generically, you could ask. You could just say, if I have a judgment, and and I and can I put. Uh, uh, you know, can somebody else put a lien on me on w- with with the judgment in force? You know. Well, we we understood you could have as as many judgments as you wanted to. Only that the ju- the first judgment has to be paid off before the people that put the second judgment on there can get any money. Right. Oh well, yeah, yeah. The, as far as judgments are concerned, and then that's that's. Uh, uh, you know, I haven't been asked that question before. I'm just trying to think through it. There, <laughs> you've got to, it, you know, you've got to handle the judgment. That's that's without question. Um, but there's no, but if somebody, if 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 I had a claim against you and I filed a lien, uh, who's gonna, you can't stop me from doing that. Exactly. And so, and 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 that's in fact is what's going on here is that you're not filing a lien. Uh, but trust is filing a lien against you that you don't own. Okay. Now, we've had a problem trying to find uh, the correct document for the lien to send off. Well, I can and help you with that. To... If you got my number, give me a call tomorrow, and I'll help you with that. Okay, what's your number? Uh, 979-450-7334. And... Sorry, but what's your name? Yeah, my name's Bill. Oh, Bill, okay. You, you know some Bills out there, I'll bet. I do. Just tie me into them. Just remember, my name is Bill, like them. And my last name is Sparkman. Okay. And uh, I'm d- deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> and I'm not coming out. <laughs> well, I have some Texas friends, and I can... I can't understand them very well, but I can understand you. So, what happened to your Texas accent? Well, I've, I've been on the I've been on the phone for many years, and I guess that that maybe that's kind of smooth smooth it out a little bit. <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, thank you, and I will call you. You bet. Well, yeah, give me a call because that's that's an important thing to talk about. And by the way, I might get a little guidance from some other associates of mine to give you a better answer on that because you know you don't want to interfere. With the judgment, you're going to have to handle that. Uh, but, uh, but you know, right now, I don't see any reason why, you know, uh, Aileen, uh, 
if somebody filed a lien against you now, what's you know that's not your fault. Well, I we were told we could go to jail for for fraudulent whatever, conveyance. You know. Yeah, if so you did it. Yeah, yeah. If you did it, that's that that could be a problem. So give me a call. And we'll talk about it. Cause that's yeah. You're not doing that though. Okay. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Okay. There's a couple questions on the board here. Um, what is the purpose of an LLC account? Okay. The LLC. Look at it like the business end of the trust. Um, once the contract, the trust is set up. Uh, that sets up, you know, trust number one, and um, uh, I guess the the uh, you and your husband maybe or your wife uh, are the trustees, appointed trustees, and all the assets are transferred to that trust. It's got to be uh, handled and managed down the road, so you got to have a way to do that. So uh, you set up the trust sets up an LLC as a business structure with bank account and various things like that. And all the assets are transferred down to the LLC to where they can be properly managed, bought, sold, uh, you know, with whatever you need to do with the assets that are held in the estate uh, that are owned by the trust. So it's just a, a way to do business, uh, to handle the affairs of the trust. Okay. Hope that helps. Okay. Guest 12 says about the lady uh, about not having a lien and ha- having a judgment. Isn't she already protected as all of her property is in the trust? The um well, the if if a lien let's put it if a lien had had not had been filed, it would have had first uh preference, first priority position, first yeah, priority position. And the opposing attorneys couldn't get around it. So uh, that would have been a real problem for them. But since it wasn't filed, they essentially wound up with the first lien position, either with a lien or with a judgment, is, you know, strong, is more, you know, stronger than a lien. But there was nothing to, to stop them from, from, uh, from, from the judgment because there was no lien in place. To, there's no way to stop them. Well, the follow-up question: The judgment will be will be against her person, who doesn't have anything. And in his first question, I, I guess you would ask that the trust is already uh, protecting the assets uh, because the trust owns the assets and the property that is in the trust. She she no longer has ownership to it. So I guess the question, you know, if I was to stretch this question out, would be uh, how can they go back and get the property, whether there's a lien or not, if it's not in her name or their right. name? Right, 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 right. Well, that's a good point, and that's where, you know, the lawyers have to go battle that with the uh, with the trust, uh, representing the trust, because that's uh, that he's what they're stating that that's correct. Uh, ma- ma'am, do you understand that? Well, no. It, it, oh, I'm sorry. That was just on the board. That was that's, on the board. Yeah, that's uh, you know that's right. It, 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 I guess it'd take a you know a lawyer have to get involved or whatever. But uh, that's uh, that's a valid point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can't we just transfer money 
to a personal account to pay the bills instead of the LLC? Um, go ahead. Sure. Bill. Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. You got total freedom. You do whatever you want to do. Uh, that's that's nothing wrong with that. You just don't want to leave a lot of money in a in a personal ch- account that's in your name and your social security number. Uh, you know that that's that's the type of uh, assets that could be taken away from you. Remember, anything you own can be taken away from you. So it's just a matter of uh, you know it's part of that asset protection using the program to protect your assets. Uh, so I wouldn't leave a lot of money uh, in a personal account, but if you want to put money in there to pay the bills, no problem. That's fine. I, and I would like to add, you know, Bill has been making a point, and, um, and maybe you all didn't catch it. You do not own the trust. Never say, well, I got things in my trust, or <clears throat> my trust does that. It is not your trust. You do not own it. When you say my, that is a key word to saying you own it. Okay? I mean, um, and I had a dealing like this with the IRS one time. I got out of it by saying, well, this is my country. Okay? This is this is my state that I live in. I, I mean, I'm using my in a, you know, in a general sense. And so... But when it comes to trust, these lawyers, and uh, whether they're lawyers or government lawyers or whatever, they're going to try to twist. That's what they do. They try to twist everything into their advantage. So uh, it is not your trust, and that uh, you want to protect yourself to the hilt. And the, and the liens are very uh, – the lien is like closing the gate on it, you know, Yes, nothing is in your name. You can say, well, I don't own anything. But when they do a discovery, they're going to say, have you, have, have you transferred any assets over to any trust? And, and what are you going to say? You can't say no. So, you know, so that lien is very, very important, okay? It's, it's, it's the, the seal on the gate for the gate not to be opened. Okay, let's see if there's any other questions. Um, and Bill, was I right in saying that? Yes. Okay. Yes, the lien. The lien also a lot of times uh, uh, it it serves as a deterrent from any further actions because they normally look up with the Secretary of State if they're going to file a lawsuit or trying to find things out about you if they're going to sue you, and all of a sudden they find a big lien up there for a lot of money they can't get around. Many times uh, that will deter them from even uh, trying to sue to start with. Yep. Okay. Well, with that being said, I don't see any more questions on the board. I don't see any questions. Anybody raising their hands? Oh, wait a minute. We got a Southwest Wisconsin. Wisconsin always comes in late. There you go. Go ahead. Wisconsin. Southwest Wisconsin, are you there? Going once, going twice. All right, raise your hands if you uh, if you want to do it again. Okay, question from number twelve: uh, Do we need to put a lien on cash in accounts? 
the lien is filed against trust number one. Trust number one owns everything. So the lien is filed against trust number one. And I assume that would include the cash you're talking about if it's if it's in the trust accounts, bank accounts or whatever, and not a personal account. Then a personal account is not in the program. Does that help? Good. Okay, here's Wisconsin again. Okay, go ahead, Wisconsin, speak up. Wisconsin, speak up. Take your phone off and mute. Okay, I see. I pushed the button. I was on mute. Thank you. There you go. Uh, There you go. (laughs) Okay, uh, Bill, I just wanted to say that your enunciation is very clear, very strong, and uh, uh, couldn't be any better. I'm glad you can hear me. Yeah, I hear you very well. But, I'm glad uh, we can I'm hear you that, now, too. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Chappie. Hi. Uh, the question, uh, was very interesting to just a previous statement that uh, Bill Chair, uh, uh, uh you stated that, uh, that uh, trust number two uh, is considered to be the debtor on the, uh, on, the, uh, on, on, on the lien form. Now, in the state of Illinois, uh, the person must be the debtor. Husband in case of a husband and wife, the husband and wife are the debtors, not to trust. Um, hold on a second. A person okay. can be a okay. trust. Okay. Now there's a there's another. There, point. That with a trust with a trust there is no there is no uh, husband and wife. No, I understand. I understand that. I understand very well. But also. In Wisconsin statute, is it is obligatory that the debtor be a person. Um, I filed liens for folks in Wisconsin, and uh, I didn't have any trouble filing uh, the, uh, with, against the lien against the trust. I know that you can file it, but that doesn't mean it can comply with the statute. Okay, hold on a second. A, a trust is a legal person. If, and, and what you're saying is, let's say you owe Sears money, okay, and Sears puts a lien on you. You're telling me that Sears cannot put a lien on a person? He, he's saying that the debtor uh, would would have to be a person and not and not an entity. Oh, okay. The debtor now, however, has... however, being a uniform uh, under the uh, uniform uh, commercial code. The UCC forms are are accepted across the country as standard, and if you look at number line one A, it says uh, it's got room for two different kinds of debtors, and the first debtor is an organization, and that's where you file uh, with the trust. Uh, the line below it is what uh, is one uh, B, and that would be where you would uh, put a person if you're filing a lien against an individual. So uh, the form allows for two different. Uh, depending on who you're filing against, an organization or a person, so uh, there it's quite quite appropriate to file a lien against an organization. Uh huh. Yep. Okay, you can file it against the organization, but we're talking about we're talking about debtors filing a lien, uh, rather a trust trust to 
Trust two is the secured party. Right, it's a secured party, and they're the secured party against the debtors. That's right. The secured party and, is... And in, and, and in Wisconsin, under Chapter 4 of the UCC, I think, is uh, the, Section 4 of Chapter 9, that uh, it is a requirement that uh, that, uh, that it be a that it be the debtors be the in this case that well it's a husband and wife it has to be the husband and the wife. And uh, so, if I'm filing against an organ, that means I can't file a lien against an organization. I uh, okay. Now let's carry that a little bit further. Are you uh, are you familiar with uh, the the filing of birth certificates? Yes, I've heard of that, and I did one for a client because he wanted me to, not because I agree with it. But it doesn't make me any difference. I'll do it anyway. The client, if the client thinks it's a, it's worth something, uh, then uh, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I'll 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 put it as collateral. Okay. And what about your filing of your reversionary interest in your birth certificate with the Secretary of the Treasury and the IMF? Well, we're getting into yeah, uh, we're getting into areas that I don't necessarily play. I don't play ball in that park, so I don't know. Okay. I just do the, stand, the standard uh, generic, uh, you know, liens uh, against uh, assets that are pretty normal and standard. If somebody uh-huh. wants to add other, if somebody if somebody wants to add something to the lien that I prepare, they can certainly do that. Whatever they want to do, it's your lien. Are, well, you represent it. You're the trustee of trust number two, so uh, you, you have the authority to uh, to do with what you want with that lien. Do you file the? Is your suggestion that you file the birth certificate on the, on the lien? No. Yeah, I don't not. think birth certificates are worth anything. That's my personal opinion. Well, it's not. It's, it's not what. It's not the. It's not the economic value per se. Well, yeah. here, hold on. Here, I can end this real, real quick. Yeah, Chappie, you know more about that than I do. Yeah, what you what you perceive that birth certificate to be, you can do what you want. If you want that on the lien, you're welcome to do it. You're asking right. Bill for you know what he thinks and and so forth. Now I know that uh, you know, and and I'm not disputing that the birth certificate doesn't have value. I'm sure it does from the from the governors back in 1933 or whatever. But irregardless, we're talking about the system of the STS program, how it works. You got trust number one. You got trust number two. Trust number two covers everything by a lien. If if you want if you want that birth certificate covered. Uh, uh, by Aline, it's it's up to you to to provide that information to be put on the lien. Whether it's credible or not will remain to be seen if it's ever contested. Yeah, right, okay, very good. Yeah, yeah, okay, Chappie. That being said, but the question, the original question was, is uh, is the the name of the original debtors. Yeah, filed on the UCC one lien. Uh, that was the name of the question, rather than an entity such as the trust per se. That well, was the issue. I would go back that's, and read the law again because the debtor can be a corporation, association, or anything that owes money. 
It's on the instructions there that go with the UCC lien uh, form. When you when you get one off the internet, the instructions are attached, and uh, it's quite clear. Um, 1A is the filing of a of a lien against an organization, and that's that's universal or standard across the, the United States. And it's common. I mean, you know, when companies go bankrupt, they're the debtor, and everybody's suing the the the, uh, the company the corporation and you know certainly not the man and his wife so um i would read further in, into the law and like and like it's understood we're not lawyers so we don't you know we're arguing something we really are not educated to argue well okay, we're really but, not arguing it we're discussing well it. when i mean discussion argument you know i, I use that lit, you know not for, you know we're not arguing naturally uh discussion wrong word okay is there any well, other okay. question no very good bill uh keep up the good work okay yeah appreciate it yeah thank you and uh and thanks a lot chappy you're quite welcome thank you okay um let's see i don't see any other i don't see any other hands being raised and uh many people are hanging up and i think it's Time. Oh, wait a minute. There's Northwest Illinois. Hello there. I just wanted to thank both of you for keeping the, the information coming while Mike is on, Abel. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. We enjoy doing it, actually. I do. Yeah. Good. And I enjoy listening to it. We'll try to we'll try to have things that are that are helpful and uh, to everyone on a weekly basis as, as best we can. That's good. Be safe, and we'll catch you next time around. Good Lord willing. Okay, thank you. Okay, nice. and and um, you know, and of course, if you have any information, please um, you know go back to the archives. There's a ton of information there. And guest 18 says, thank you for the information. Give give our best to Mike. We, cert- we certainly will. Um, we, we hope to have him back on, on the call soon. Okay, outside of that, um, I'd like to thank everybody for coming to the call. And we will see you next Monday. And with that being said, God bless America, and this call is officially over. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.